Welcome to the Other Side, Beyond the Looking Glass. We're a spinoff of the popular podcast Through the Looking Glass, continuing meaningful conversations with a focus on solutions. Join us as we dive below the surface, openly addressing trauma, barriers, communication, and cultural factors that impact relationships. We aim to build understanding, provide resources, and cultivate healthier connections. While our topics can help all, our primary focus will be on the communities of color. So let's explore Wonderland beyond the looking glass as we uncover paths to healthier bonds, healing, and a more authentic you. Hey everybody, welcome to episode four of Wonderland Beyond the Looking Glass. And this topic is going to be, um, I think it's going to help a lot of people or separate a lot of people. Who knows? Who knows? We'll see. We're either going to be bringing people together or people going to be going their separate ways uh, after listening to this episode. But we're going to talk about progression in, in dating. What is normal or typical right because normal is really not a thing but uh and how to know when it's time to uh cut your losses and and move on or or you know keep pushing and hope for the best this was a Akisha topic so i'm gonna throw it to her first after we go through our mental health checks on you know why do we think this is important i think it's a really important topic uh especially if you're not used to healthy relationships so you wouldn't know what a healthy looking progression is because you haven't dealt with it or had that experience. So again, we hope to be able to help people out in that regard. Um, not me, cause I don't know, but maybe the other two. Uh, so before we get started, let's do a mental health check. How was your week, Chris? It was good. It was good. Nice, uh, chilly weather, you know? <laughs> Uh, how, how about you Keisha what's a good week got some good news this week yeah absolutely great week great week, great week. um mm-hmm. and yeah good great all the above but uh let's let's go ahead and jump into uh what is progression talk, tell talk to us about it Keisha so, all right. So progression is, let me just give you an example. Let me go ahead on and put it out there for you. All right. So you meet this person, you meet this guy, you meet this girl, you're vibing, you're talking on the telephone. Um, you set up your first date within maybe the first two weeks of knowing each other. You go on your first date, you're still vibing, you're talking, uh, conversation goes down a little bit, comes back up a little bit, goes down a little bit. Um, you're liking this person. You want to go, you want to meet with them again. Um, you have another little meetup and then conversation go up, down, and you just kind of like mellowing out, but it's not really a whole lot of movement. So the whole purpose of this episode is to look at the progression as far as when you meet someone and you're dating to know when is it time to either cut it, let it go, or to move forward. 
Okay. So that's what we're talking about on today. So Chris, what do you think? Um, well, you know, like I've always said, like, I'm not going to go on like time frames, like, hey, after two weeks or two months or whatever, it's more so you just got that feel. But the feeling also has to be mutual. But that's where that open, transparent conversation that needs to have you just do those like check ins with one another just to make sure that person like the feeling is mutual because you don't want to be getting ahead so far but this person is still wanting to slow play it because now i mean that's gonna someone is gonna be upset and hurt in the uh, long run by doing that so just doing those check-ins with each other just to make sure hey everything uh, do you feel the way i feel I think another challenge too is if you're not used to healthy relationships or have never been in one, how would you be able to identify what normal is or what a healthy progression is? You know what I'm saying? Like if you don't know, if you're used to toxicity, if you're used to um, just going hauling ass and jumping into a relationship bank back to back to back, and then you pull away from that uh, behavior and to go into a more healthy trajectory. But you get bored because you are used to the toxicness, right? You're used to the unhealthy behaviors. So now you're in a situation where it's healthy, but it, you're bored and you don't know if this is normal or not. Like what, what, what do you do in that aspect? I think it goes back to the individual. I mean, you need to know what, what it is that you want. Um, take a look at, okay, if you're not used to being in a healthy relationship, I mean, it's, I think that's where counseling comes into play too, because, okay, so what does it look like? If you don't know, you don't have anybody around you where you can look at it and kind of mimic some of what they're doing, then you're going to have to do the work. You're going to have to do some research, get in some level of counseling where someone can help you identify what a healthy relationship looks like. Um, I think that's one part of it. The next part of it is when you start feeling like, hey, this is not moving the way I want it to move. Like, I'm ready for, to hit the gas on this, and I'm feeling like this person is not ready to hit the gas as well. What do you do? How do you handle that? What do you think, Chris? You're the, mm. You're the masculine male on here. So what happens? So that's digging your brain for all the males out there, okay, in Wonderland. Um, when you meet this woman and you got all of this high energy and you're just talking, getting to know her, communicating, you you have the text messages going on, the phone conversation, the voice messages, all of this good stuff. Um, you meet up with this woman, you still have this high energy, and then after a while, it just kind of mellows out, and then you start dipping almost like hills and valleys. What is happening in a man's mind when he's doing it with a woman? <laughs> um, It's just, I mean, kind of thinking like, is the juice worth the squeeze? Like, is it like, am I, am I getting out of this, what I'm putting in? 
not saying that it has to be favorable, but it's like, is this becoming too much? And is it worth it? So, I mean, and, that, and then that's kind of what happens when guys uh, do, that. When do that. So why continue communicating? Why not just cut it and just move on? Why would you continue to communicate with it, with the woman? Every, I mean, for every guy, it could be something different. Either like waiting, <laughs> either waiting for the like payoff, or like that might be good enough. Whereas, like, you just want to like hold on to it until you find something better which i mean that's like it sounds bad to say something like that but i mean that happens more than um i would want to say uh should happen don't you think that's selfish <laughs> absolutely selfish yeah. hmm. that's definitely um definitely <laughs> An issue, and I thank you for sharing that to give some insight from a male's point of view. Um, it's confusing because sometimes when guys do things like this, it's obvious that they're entertaining other people or possibly entertaining other people. And then sometimes I like using the rubber band theory where you pull back, I pull back. If this rubber band pops, then it was meant to pop. There's no need. But if one of us bounce back, come back to the center, the other one does too, we continue to progress, then this is okay. We both are putting in the work. But um, a lot of times when these guys and women may do the same thing, not beating up on the men. I'm just speaking from a woman's point of view. Do this. It's like when <laughs> things are not working successfully with the other woman or women, then they come back around full force again. You know, it's like, hey, I'm here. How you been? Blah, 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 blah. So it, it's confusing. It's like, that's what I'm saying, the hills and valleys. So it's like for uh, the person on the receiving end, when is it enough that you just completely eliminate yourself from this situation? When it gets boring. Michelle? When it gets boring. boring. Okay, yeah. so you said when it gets boring, Michelle. So that's very equivalent to here for a good time, not a long time. So it's like as when the time is. Let no me hold good. on. Okay, pause. Yeah. Let me. Let me. Let me. It depends on where we're at. Like if if I'm not mentally stimulated, it's a wrap. Regardless, I I, I don't care. I. I need mental stimulation because nothing else will be stimulated if my mind's not stimulated. So I, I need that ongoing. I, I, I'm not really good at everything's really, really high speed and then it just drops. And now it's, but then again, I don't know if that's a toxic trait of mine. You know, like I need, cons I need consistency in communication, but I also need something out of the communication, not, you're not going to WYD me to death. You know what I'm saying? You're not going to. Yeah, I can't do that. Like, I need I need banter. I need <laughs> jokes. I need, have you ever thought about this today? Are you going to do? I need my mind to be stimulated. So I'm not going to say 
the whole good time, long time, short time hoopla. But I will say, because there's going to be ebb and flows, right? Somebody's not going to be on all the time. Somebody's not going to be able to do that all the time. But when you do drop in that communication element, there's still enough there to keep it going until we can keep bumping. Like at the same time, I got to like you enough. And that's another thing for me is like, if I don't like you as a friend, nothing else is going to happen either. And I can't progress or, or move forward with somebody who I just generally don't like as a person, if that makes sense. Like you, you can have a pretty face and everything else, but if you're a garbage human, it's going to run its course real quick. So you have to like the person mm -hmm. as well as um, actively in pursuit. Right. Like, I, I don't want to be bored. To, yeah. Because if you're not actively pursuing me, I'm going to lose interest too. Right. I think it's a two-way street. But if you're on this hills and valleys, and I mean, you're making it obvious that maybe you got too much on your plate right now or you're not 100% there interested, then no. And here's a question for dudes then, because, mm, okay, so Keisha said actively pursuing. Like, the, I feel that's a really a masculine aspect, right? Is there something that the female is supposed to do? Like, I don't call people, but... <laughs> I hear that that's a problem. Um, is that a problem? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not big on picking up the phone. I will text you to death and I will talk to you if you call me, but I don't initiate phone calls. And I've been told in the past by multiple guys, like that can be problematic. And I'm like, I guess I'm in the energy of you. If you want to talk to me, call me. But I've been told that's been problematic because guys like to get phone calls too. So is that true for your experience, Chris? I mean, it's I mean, it's nice to get a phone call, but to go back to the whole like, is it a meaningful phone call? Just don't call me and then, hey, what you doing? And then I tell you, then that's it. Like if you're gonna call me. Let's talk about something meaningful. There's nothing wrong with texting somebody all day or uh, every day. But now also with texting, every conversation shouldn't be um, conducted through text because you sometimes don't know how to gauge where the conversation is going. And you can have a lot of miscommunication through that text because you may not be reading it under the same impression that the person sent it and vice versa. Hmm. But I've never, <laughs> I've never been like, oh, well, you got to call me. Now it does feel some type of way. It, it make you feel some type of way when your phone ring and then you see the person's, identification pops up and then it's like okay cool you know what i'm saying you could be having a rough day and then you see that and then yeah because the same thing like when the notification come through but then still the notification still can kind of light your day up but then that phone call it's it takes it up a notch okay so do you think um men are 
expecting the same level of communication as um, they give to women as far as the phone calls, you know, like I've heard men say before, like, well, I got to be the first one to make the phone call. Why can't you, you know? So do you think it's, um, do you think men are, are like expecting the same level or do no, they feel like, no, I, I don't think they're expecting the same level, but I mean, the whole thing, if a guy say, well, if you want to talk, you can call it, man. Like, yo, come on, man, dude. Like, you ain't got to be tough all the time, man. Cut right. that stuff out. Huh? But I mean, it's just, it depends on it. Just, just say, hey, well, sometimes it'd be nice to get a phone call and everything. And I mean, yeah. Now, if that's something that the guy, if that's something that he really likes, then he needs to let it be known that, hey, like, I like to talk on the phone. I like to get phone calls from time to time. I don't mm -hmm. always want to feel like I'm the one reaching out. If that's something that's very important to the guy, he needs to make it known. Right. I agree. Now, oh. once he makes it known and if things don't go accordingly, now he has to figure out, hey, what he's going to do. So it kind of goes back to still that communication piece where you need to know what you want. In, in, in the beginning, I mean, and these are things that we talked about in prior uh, episodes, knowing what you want, you need to know what your negotiables are and your non-negotiables. It goes all the way back to that. So when someone is not, um, and nobody's perfect, but if they're not meeting, what your needs are and they are, you know, not meeting these non-negotiables, then you definitely need to have a level of a conversation. Um, so then the next question is how long do you let this, these behaviors go on before you address them? If, it, if you're in the area of dating someone and you have reached an area in your dating where the, uh, the communication is off. The energy is not quite there. The vibe is not Can quite there. Can I ask there. a question? Yeah. How do you know you're dating somebody? <laughs> like you're going on dates. I mean, for me. No, no, no. Nah. Well, Just because you're going on dates, no, man. You're dating. Definition. Go ahead, Chris. Uh, I mean, well, that's you have to talk to the person and say, "Hey, like, <sighs> what." <laughs> what are we doing? What is this? Let's let's clarify what it is. If we just kicking it, then we just kicking it. Like, I mean, you have to have that be on the same page with that because I've seen situations where one person thought they were dating, the other person didn't see it that way. And yeah, it's mm. man, cold world out here. So for the record, just because you're going on dates with somebody does not mean you're dating. Yeah. Yeah. So if that's so, how many dates would you consider? Like, uh, I mean, other than having that conversation. So what you're saying, if that's true, that you could just go on several dates with this person and y'all not be dating. So what you just hanging out? Yeah, you're just kicking it. Would dates that include, okay, we're going to dinner and we're dressing up for dinner and we're going to 
um, participate in these events that are costy. Just be, we just hanging out. Because hanging out, to me, it could be like, okay, we, we're going to go to the cigar bar. We're going to go to a lounge or we're going to go have some wings. That's hanging out. But when mm -hmm. you're doing stuff where you're actually dressing and you have, you know, um, fine dining and all of this good stuff, I mean, this stuff costs money. So that's just hanging out. That's still hanging out, kicking it. It's not yet. That's a good friend to hang out with because I would consider that dating. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, I mean, some people would consider it dating, but okay. I mean, but like, I think we've talked before, like dating is not a made up thing, but it's like just, I mean, dating is just this broad umbrella. Um, and I know I've said that previously, but it's like, yo, you just, you throw everything out of dating. Mm -hmm. Movies, bowling alley. Putt putt, picnic, gym, um, whatever. Starbucks, grocery shopping. It's just whatever. I definitely know about you in the grocery store. So, <sighs> All right. Yeah. So I mean, but they, but that's like you said, the two people got to have that communication because, yo. <laughs> no, nah, I'm not gonna say it. So again, I think I don't know if we got to the answer. Like, how do you know when it's a wrap? Well, how do you know this is stalled out? It's not moving anywhere. It's not progressing. You know, you you feel it. You feel it. You kind of like might it start off in your head, like you questioning it, but when you start feeling it like emotionally, then that's when you know, like, okay, all right, cool. This. This has run its course. Should you have a conversation with the person before you cut it off or just cut it? What do you think? <laughs> well, <laughs> it, I'm the type of person like I'm not going to have a conversation. Wow. You might not just hear from me. Wow. Like, oh. I mean, look, I, I, wow. Look, that ain't nothing new. That ain't nothing new. Y'all know I've said that before. Like, oh, you know, man. You know what I'm saying? It ain't ghosting. It's just I'm gone. Oh, what you say? Nothing. Oh, okay. That's what I thought. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Because, like, okay, let's yeah. say for instance, I, I I feel as though, hey, this is a wrap. This is I'm I'm just done with this. And now I come to you and I have this conversation with you. Are you going to then try to? talk me back into it and then now now I feel as though <laughs> I'm being held against my will. So why even put myself in that position? So, so they kidnapping you? So yes, it's called assault. What if oh gosh. What what if life was busy, got really busy for that person and they they thought, well, I'm busy, but at least if I send a text. You know, I know I might have been speaking on the telephone as usual or doing X, Y, Z or scheduling the next date, but I am at least texting to maintain communication because life is busy. I got a lot going on with work, X, Y, Z. Would that be okay? Would that yeah, as, as long as it's communicated up front. 
Now I know because I've been somebody who have like have stuff going on and then I just <laughs> shut myself down to the world and then people are like, yo, everything good and everything. But now I know that's not right. So I'll let people know when I have different things going on. That's like, hey, look, man, I know I'm gonna be distant, but don't trip. Like I'm still good, blah, blah, blah. So you, you gotta let that person know. Right. Hmm. So um okay. So I guess the question would be when they don't let you know. So what if they don't let you know and you decide, all right, I'm out? Then I I guess you kind of miss the, the potentials of a good person, you know. So I think it still goes back to the communication piece as well, too. You know, beyond knowing what you want and being aware of that. It's the communication part, like identifying the situation, addressing it like, hey, you know, communication change. The vibe seems like it's not there. I'm getting bored or, you know, what's going on? And it's okay to agree to step away. Maybe now's not the time for that person to date. Maybe they don't have the, um, the capacity to include you in their life right now. So that's just a, um, if it's somebody you really, really like, that's an option. Or you could just do what Chris say. You could just step away and just say, well, hey, you know, I'm out. But what happens when that person, if you decide to step away or you decide to have the conversation and you then step away, next two months, they come back around. Will you welcome them in? Hold on, this is somebody that I stepped away from? Yeah, if you step, and this is for Michelle too, if you decide to step away or you decide to have a conversation, and let's say, for example, right now their life, they just don't have the capacity to include you into their world right now. And y'all decide to go your own way. Two months down the road, they decide to swing back through. What would you do? I mean, and well, why? It, 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 all, it all depends on where I'm at mentally. Because there's been times where, I mean, <laughs> went months, years, and then just ignored phone calls and messages. But then there's times where I've ignored somebody's phone calls for a few months. And then it's just on one day, they just caught me on a good day. And I picked up the phone and we start talking and then kind of like get back into it. Okay. What about you, Michelle? It depends on how much I like the person and what was going on when we went our separate ways and where I'm at now. Like, if I barely liked you, then it's a wrap. Well, for me, they probably already blocked, so even if they try to reach out, I'm still not going to hear from them. <laughs> Keisha Dikembe oh. Mutombo. Yeah. Lock them quick. That part. So, um, <laughs> yeah. So that's pretty much how that goes. Um, bottom line, I guess, in, is if you're feeling like things have changed and, you know, progress or the progression is not happening and it's something that you really, really want to happen, then I would say have that conversation 
And then, you know, you can't make anyone do anything, but you can verbalize how you feel. And if you don't want to share like, dog, I'm really, really falling for you and I'm not understanding what you're doing right now. You know, you don't have to go that deep, but just talk to them, you know, let them know your expectations. And if they're not willing to work with you and, and you know, meeting those expectations, then as much as you may want the progression, it just may be bad timing. Or you may have to be a little patient. Goes back to what the healthy relationship looked like. Right. You know, Michelle brought up something important earlier where you may think that this is an issue and it may just be this is a healthy relationship. It's not toxic. So it, it it's not controlling. It's not, you know, all these things that um, that's really not healthy that you may have got accustomed to. So it may just be the healthy progression of a relationship that you as an individual have to adjust to. Yeah. Yeah. All that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I guess the next thing would be is taking a look and diving into what what does a healthy relationship look like and you know that's something and we don't have to you know that may be that's our next uh, episode listeners for our next episode yeah 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 that's Um, definitely that's got to be a whole episode in itself yeah it definitely would be but it is a thought you know when you look at it it's like goodness i look at people in my family i look at friends i look at this i look at that have I ever truly saw a good, healthy relationship? That's Have the I problem. And yes. If you're yeah. trying to so, trying to be an example for your kids, right? You're like, I can't even do that. Oh my god! Yeah. Yeah. So I can't. I, I can't wait for us to dig into that. Yeah. Like, oh my god! Yeah. Yeah. So you know, for our listeners out there, y'all look forward to that because we'll definitely be taking a dive into that you know this is something to not just help our listeners but help us too you know podcast is for all for you know for all of the hosts as well as our listeners and i want to thank keisha for steering the ship on this one and um yeah thank you all for being on that journey and we look forward to throwing out that pretty pretty heavy topic next week so as always you guys take care stay safe and be well